Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. Hello and uh, welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast to uh, Ariel uh, Carrera. Uh, how are you, Ariel? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited to have you. You're based in Spain, a little bit more uh, sunny than here in, uh, in Montreal. And uh, Ariel, today you're a soul-driven coach. But for the audience, before we go deep into your expertise, uh, can you share a little bit the highlights of your uh, career story? Yes, absolutely. It's a bit eccentric, which I love now. But I used to think that I had no hope. Like there was no hope for me because my career was so all over the place. But I'll give you a bit of background. So I started out, I majored in vocal performance at a music conservatory that was also part of a, a university. And I was an opera singer for a few years. And being an opera singer, at least starting out, is a very expensive career. So I had to find a way to make money on the side as well. And that's how I got into recruitment and became a head of talent at a few different tech startups. I was living in Spain and London at the time. So uh, these tech startups were in those places and some of them were in the States as well in San Francisco. And then at the start of 2020, I had already started changing my career before that. And I was taking a course in becoming certified as a coach. And I had already started taking a course to become a therapist as well, uh, because I knew that I wanted to work one-on-one -on -one with people. And I knew that I wanted a different kind of lifestyle as well. Um, I wasn't, my heart wasn't in the opera singing as much. I loved the moments that I was on stage and could actually perform But that was like 1% of the whole career. Everything else was, was very hard, to be honest. And, mm -hmm. I, and I wish that I had had a coach back then because it was a lot of sacrifice and I wasn't sure how to manage it. And because I had to work full time on the side as well, I was suffering from a lot of burnout as well. So I really, really wanted a huge change. And I decided to go with coaching Because in one session, I could see such a huge shift that I could help a person have. And I'm very results-driven. I love seeing results really quickly. Mm -hmm. And so I love that I could be able to do that with coaching and, and in just one hour help someone totally shift and transform. So I decided at that moment in my life that coaching was the path that I wanted to take, at least for the next couple of years and then see kind of how that would evolve. And that's one of the things I, I absolutely love about my career choice now is that it is something that can evolve the way that I evolve as a person. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's definitely the first uh, opera singer I've had on the show. And yeah, you, you, so it seems that you, you started directly, you had to mix different jobs and different skills even though you mentioned uh, the word uh, hopeless uh, for sure you had different uh, <laughs> different capabilities to, to provide to the market so if we can put some kind of timeline when is it that you switch from that uh, HR position to starting to coach people yeah 
So in 2019, I started to think, okay, this isn't the life that I want to have forever. I don't think I want to be an opera singer forever. And I definitely don't want to be a head of talent forever. That's really what I was doing because I was good at it. And it was helping me support my dream of being an opera singer. So around that time, I decided to enroll in some education to become a therapist and to become a coach. And then by the end of 2019, I decided on coaching. Okay. And uh, what type of uh, professional do you coach today? Yeah. So it's a mix. I market myself as a career coach because to me, if someone's struggling with their career or finances or what they want to do with their life, It is such a huge topic centered on, you know, stability, safety, security, that it affects so many different parts of our lives. And I had that personal experience as well, where when I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life or when I was struggling financially, it was the most important thing that was going on for me. And I knew, you know, once I get this figured out, everything else in my life will work itself out. So I do that first with my clients as we figure out, okay, what is the career that you really want? What will make you feel the most fulfilled? And so some of the, those people will say, I want to start a business. I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for other people anymore. Mm -hmm. And some of those people will say, I don't mind working for other people, but I want it to be something much more fulfilling. And I'm not sure what that is. Or there are some people who, who know this is exactly what I want but I've had a lot of trouble making it happen. So mm. now I'm on my last leg and the only thing I haven't tried is coaching. <laughs> so those are the people that I work with, but it's all to do with career, but across the board, like any kind of career. Mm -hmm. All right, good, good. So your approach will be different depending on those three typical scenarios that you have mentioned, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is it uh, always individual or can it be a group coaching uh So at the moment, it is purely individual, but I am working on a group coaching. It's like a group coaching slash course program. And I hope that that will launch next year, at the beginning of next year. Okay. Okay. And a lot of coach have their business name is just their name. Yeah. You chose Soul Driven Coach. So that's pretty intentional. <laughs> Can you uh, uh, explain that? Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad you asked. So while my approach obviously will be different depending on the client and their needs, emotional, mental, career needs, financial, all of those things, there is a common thread. And the way that I used to think of a stereotypical career coach is someone who would make someone take, you know, all these strength assessment tests and say, okay, this is the industry you should go into based on your strengths and your experience. And this is what you should do. I will never tell people what they should do mm. <laughs> unless it's pretty obvious. And I'm like, okay, I'm calling you out on your bullshit right here. This is what you should do. But generally when it comes to life path, I like to help people first and foremost, understand who they are as a person and what they're truly wanting inside. So there's a lot of connection to the heart space to their emotions. Not all of my clients, but some of my clients are quite spiritual as well. And I love to use that in my coaching too, because I find that to be very, very strong. Because if you already have strong beliefs about something, 
then that's going to help you create the life that, that you ultimately want as well. So there's a lot of like connection to, okay, what is it that you really want? What's really right for you and not what you've seen other people do and you think they look successful and happy and you think you need to do because so-and-so marketing guru said to do that. No, what is it that you really want to do? And so that's, that's where the soul driven part comes from is I truly believe that all of us have something that we're meant to do here in this life. And if you have ever experienced a nudge or a calling or a little itch inside of you that's saying, I really want to do this, which I'm assuming a lot of your listeners have, which is to work for themselves and have that kind of lifestyle where there are, you know, managing their day to day and having that flexibility and freedom. Well, it's really important to listen to that because once you listen to it once, then that voice is going to tell you the next step that you should take in your life. And then the next step, and then the more you listen to it, the more your connection with your heart, your soul, and whatever you want to call it becomes stronger. And then you truly start to understand what a fulfilling life will look like to you and what a purpose is, what a mission is and where you can really make a difference in this world. Okay. So going very deep, as you said, really going into your heart, into your soul is not necessarily something, at least in the Western world that we are taught, we are more taught to talk, to think about the possibilities that are visible to everybody. So once that person starts that journey of, okay, really looking inside to make their choices, they could be lost in a certain way. So do you have a, I don't know, a way to accompany them with regards to that? Yes, absolutely. It can be really scary, you know, because a lot of times what your heart really wants isn't that crazy, you know? So for example, I'll take one of my clients as an example. She was struggling a lot with money because she wanted it to look, she wanted her career to look a certain way and she wanted the money to come from this specific thing, right? And she was very adamant that it had to happen this way and was very strict about it and had her plan and, and her idea of how it was supposed to look. But when we understood kind of what her heart actually wanted, it was just to feel taken care of financially. And so that opens up a lot of possibilities, right? So she just, just married, happened to marry into a really wealthy family. And it was like, okay, you know what? You're taken care of. I know it sounds really simple, but that's what your heart really wants. So now that we've gotten that whole drama out of the way, why don't you focus on what you really want to do in your career instead of having to have all these things be exactly the way you think they need to be. And now that opens up so much freedom in what you can do in your business and as a creative person, because she was an artist as well. So I was saying now you can let go of that, of that, um, that strict control that you were trying to have over everything and actually allow your creative freedom to come through because you don't have to worry about that financial part anymore, which actually coincidentally allows you to make more money because when you relax a little bit on the money needing to come in this way, in this specific way at this specific time for this specific thing, then you open up your ability to receive income from a lot of different places and mm -hmm. you allow your freedom to, to go 
fly free and then you become a better artist and you attract more people who want to to pay for your work so it it just allows for the things you ultimately want to finally come rushing into your life when you acknowledge and honor what it is that your heart truly wants yeah because i think a lot of us we, we block ourselves like you said in the western world we look at like okay what's in front of us and what other people have told us we have to do and thinking quote unquote logically and reasonably and practically and all these things but we're really limiting ourselves when we do that mm-hmm. versus listening to okay what is it my heart actually wants okay my heart actually wants to do this because this this i'm really passionate about so if I actually allow myself to do that, because I'm me and I'm not all these other people, I'm uniquely me, all these other things are going to line up somehow to make that happen and to, to help me have the success that is uniquely supposed to be mine in the way that only I can have it because of my background, because of who I am because of what I do really well, what I love to do. And that's a very good example that you gave. So if, for example, let's say myself, I'm an IT consultant necessarily with one particular software, I could put myself in that box and say, okay, this is the only thing I do. And if I want to make this money, it has to be this way, nothing else. Even though I could maybe have two or three other skills that I love to do and I could actually earn good money from them. So if I realize that, and I say, okay, my heart actually wants that maybe to be a soccer coach and I could maybe earn, uh, earn my, uh, a good living uh, with, with that. Should I manifest it? When I say manifest it, it means be proactive about it and say, okay, you know what? I can help you by doing soccer coaching for your children or for your teenagers. Well, it's, it's always a choice. You know, you don't have to follow your heart ah. <laughs> in your life. You don't, it's up to you. No one's forcing you to do that. You can have the life that you think you need to have or that your parents told you you need to have or or that your society is telling you you need to have. There's no one telling you that you need to go against the grain or follow your heart or pursue your dreams, no matter how crazy they are. That's your choice. If you want to live your life the way you always have been, you totally can. But the thing is, it's scary. It's scary to follow your heart sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so first, before going ahead and doing it, a lot of people have to confront their fears about that and their beliefs about that. And even just admitting what their heart truly wants can be really, really hard and scary as well. And then there's the whole question of feeling worthy of it, right? (laughs) Which most people don't feel worthy of what they truly want. So there's a lot of work that we do in coaching around that because most of us will subconsciously self-sabotage ourselves because we don't feel worthy of love, money, happiness, being (laughs) stress-free, having energy and time on our hands to do what we want. A lot of us don't feel worthy of that subconsciously for whatever reason. So there's a lot of things first that need to be cleared out of the way before we can actually start working on having what we want sometimes. So if I were to think of like steps that need to happen, first it's identifying what we want. Okay, which is already super hard for a lot of people, because like I said, sometimes that we have to admit the truth, which can be really scary because it's not what we always thought we wanted. 
It's not what other people think we should do. So there's a lot of fear there. But once we admit it, okay, we set our intention. This is what I want. Then we've got a clear space for having that new thing. And in comes the fears, in comes the limiting beliefs, in comes, you know, with your example with the soccer coach, maybe this guy is thinking, no, 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 I need to be able to make this amount of money and I can't do that as a soccer coach. So then he's blocking himself then with those thoughts. So it's like at that point, he has to decide, okay, what is more important to him? Mm-hmm. Is it to be a soccer coach or is it to have this amount of money? Okay. Maybe they're both important to him. All right. So then in what world can he have both? Because I truly believe that you can make everything happen for you if it is truly what you want. Most of us can't have everything we want. And the reason for that is because half of the things we're telling ourselves we want, we don't actually want. So of course, those things just don't work well together. But if we truly admit what we really want, what our heart actually desires, all of those things are possible and figure outable, and there's a way to make it work. And we now live in a beautiful, amazing time, like the best time in history, I think, mm-hmm. where you can have a lot of the things you want. Yeah. I am living in Europe and I'm working for myself. A lot of my clients are in the US, in the UK, some of them are in South Africa. You know, very little of them are actually in Europe where I live. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing that I can do that. Right. Like 10, 15 years ago, if I were to move to Barcelona, probably one, because of my mindset and two, because of, you know, society around me, I wouldn't have even thought that I could do this. I would be looking for a job at a company here and feeling very limited financially Mm -hmm. and geographically. Right. So we live in an amazing time now where the consulting lifestyle is possible, much more possible. And more people are realizing that. So why limit yourself? Yeah. You know? And in, in a way, that's what you did even before uh, becoming a coach, uh, working in head of talent to enable you to do, uh, to sing opera is one way to make something happen. So indeed, you are yourself a good uh, example of, uh, of what you preach. Do you think that maybe you can recognize when you see that someone is really doing something that he or her heart wants versus someone that is like, ah, I'm doing something, but I, okay, I convince myself that I like it or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can tell when someone is like a shell of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. That used to be me. I mean, in my full-time job, in my nine-to-five job, I, like I said, I, I was suffering from a lot of burnout. It wasn't what I really wanted to do. When I came home at the end of the day, I was supposed to practice for a couple of hours and I didn't have the energy to do it. And so I had to force myself to do it and it was really tough every day. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people that can resonate with that. And I think a lot of people who do want to work for themselves when they are working in a nine to five job at a company, they identify with this feeling of feeling like, you know, this is like sucking my soul. Yeah. So it, it's that kind of feeling. And yeah, you could totally identify it. And I can also identify when someone is doing what they really want, but they have a lot of limiting beliefs and blocks that need to be cleared out of the way through coaching. Mm-hmm. Because the people who are doing what they want, 
doing what they love and they don't have those blocks are making tons of money and like loving their lives. Mm -hmm. So when you are truly honest with what your heart really wants and you're doing it and you're doing what you're really passionate about and you don't have those blocks in the way, you are open to receiving so much amazingness, like so many opportunities, so many clients, because you are in line with what you're truly supposed to be doing. Yes, yes, that's very important. One thing that you uh, that you said at the start, you started about 2019, and then a year later, it was um, COVID around the world. So uh, has that impacted your uh, business in a certain way? Well, I think it's impacted my business in an amazing way because my whole experience, basically, of helping people in their careers has been during this crazy time. Mm -hmm. I actually don't have experience helping people with their careers pre-COVID, really. So so when I tell, you know, a new client, I can help you get a new job within two months, that's from COVID time to today when the market has been so tough and there have been layoffs all the time. I mean, that is the average amount of time that I've been able to help people during that time and helping people get more clients and make more money in their businesses has also been during this time. Excellent. So it's almost like my experience has had to be, you know, during one of the toughest times you could say to be working on your career, getting a new job or making more money or creating that stability for yourself. But I think that's what's made me into a better coach as well because it's been so tough okay okay and uh, maybe one uh, last question on terms of business model uh, client acquisition is it more through referrals or uh, you do some marketing yeah so mostly it's been referrals i do have social media but i'm not super active on it i also do workshops almost every month sometimes twice a month And I get clients through there as well. These are free workshops I do about finding your dream job, about sometimes getting consistent clients without social media. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do some collaborations with other coaches as well. I've spoken on some podcasts before as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been all organic. That's good. There is no uh, big uh, Google ads or so involved. So I think uh, because in the audience, there are a lot of either people that have started in consulting or thinking about starting in consulting or even people that could be helped by you that are uh, maybe not sure about the career that they are having. They think they might want to change. They are not sure that they are following their heart or they actually know what their heart wants and they don't know where to start. So uh, it's very good, all the things that you have shared today. Maybe some people become coach because it's a growing industry, but you yourself have lived what you're uh, currently preached. So I think it's very uh, authentic. So uh, when I say uh, consulting lifestyle, which could be coaching lifestyle, what does that mean to you, uh, Ariel? What that means to me is being a person who you know that Being in charge of your day and how you spend your time and where you live and how much money you make is important to you. Excellent. And someone who is pretty open-minded and fearless as well to want to have that lifestyle because most people don't think that that's possible for them. That's a great last sentence indeed. And maybe that's the the problem. Uh, A lot of people think that it's just not possible or not uh, uh, accessible for them. If someone after listening to that interview would like to uh, get in touch with you, where can they find you? 
Yes, absolutely. So my website is souldrivencoach.com and they can also send me an email at hello at souldrivencoach.com. I also have an Instagram at souldrivencoach <laughs> so they can message me on there or follow me. Like I said, I'm not really active on there, so it's probably better to just peruse my website and read about my philosophy and read about me and schedule a call because then we can talk one-on-one face-to-face and it's a free consultation for an hour and you walk away from that call having something that you can already implement whether you decide to work with me or not and it can help you kind of sometimes it's really helpful to verbalize what's going on with you and have that feedback from another person Indeed, indeed. So uh, as you have heard, you can contact uh, Ariel at hello at soldrivencoach.com or go directly to her website. It was a very great interview, uh, Ariel, and uh, I hope maybe we can do another one sometime in the future. Yes, I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode. And subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandekoura.